WVIK Quad Cities NPR is here for you, keeping you connected to the world by bringing the world to your home. Even in extraordinary times, we're committed to bringing you the accurate information you need and the beautiful music and compelling stories you count on to help lighten your load. We're here when you need us because you've been there for us. Thank you for your continued support of WVIK. We'll have some fog to deal with this morning and then sunshine, then a chance of rain as the day goes on. Cooler temperatures come in overnight tonight. Today's high near 70. Overnight low tonight, 35. The Mississippi River is two and a quarter feet above flood stage in the Quad Cities this morning and rising. It is forecast to crest at 2.7 feet above flood stage on Friday. Stay there over the weekend before beginning to recede. Illinois reports another 1,287 cases of COVID-19 have been identified. That brings the statewide total to 13,549. 73 more deaths were reported, bringing that total to 380. And the Illinois side of the Quad Cities has its first. Iowa reported 102 additional cases. The statewide total is up to 1,048. One more death was reported, bringing the total to 26 There are now 126 cases and two deaths in the Quad Cities. Rock Island County added nine cases in yesterday's report and is up to 60. Scott County added 14 and is up to 66. Regionally, the number from Dubuque down to Knox County is up to 307 cases identified. The Rock Island County death was longtime Boy Scout volunteer Ben Rogers of Moline, who will be remembered during an online service provided by Rafferty Funeral Home Friday morning at 10. A drive-by visitation will be held at the funeral home tomorrow from 4 till 6. Two long-term care facilities in Tama and Washington counties in Iowa have outbreaks of COVID-19, according to Governor Kim Reynolds. That comes after an outbreak was reported at Heritage Specialty Care in Cedar Rapids last week. Grant Gerlach has more on how public health officials are telling facilities to respond. An outbreak means at least three residents at a facility have tested positive for the coronavirus. Sarah Reister, Deputy Director of the Iowa Department of Public Health, says the latest guidance from the state includes using eye protection and face masks whenever workers are with residents and gowns and gloves if they're available. They're walking through this with us on a daily basis to ensure that they're doing everything they can to prevent the spread of infection within those facilities. Staff are screened for fevers and coughs at the beginning and end of each shift. Easter says if there is an outbreak, workers are divided, so they work only with residents who have coronavirus or are healthy. Almost half of the people who have died of COVID-19 in Iowa were long-term care residents. I'm Grant Gerlach, Iowa Public Radio News. Coronavirus has shown up in the Illinois governor's office. Governor J.B. Pritzker says an individual on staff began feeling ill on March 26th and went home. Now that same person has been confirmed to have COVID-19. So let this just affirm what we already know. Nobody is immune. Pritzker says the staff member has been isolated at home since leaving the office. Since then, he says many others have been working from home and temperature checks are required to enter the Thompson Center building in Chicago. The governor says no other staff has shown symptoms. Pritzker, who admits he has not been tested, says the person wasn't working in close contact with him. I'm Sean Crawford.
The all-day fund drive Monday for people and organizations affected by the pandemic raised more than $120,000. Proceeds from Unite Quad Cities for COVID-19 Recovery will go to the Disaster Recovery Fund administered by the Quad Cities Community Foundation. Every dollar donated Monday was matched dollar for dollar thanks to a group of donors. Donations are still being taken online at the Community Foundation at United quadcities.org or qccommunityfoundation.org. A golf course in Iowa is kicking out all golfers from other states during the pandemic. Michelle O'Neill reports Glens Creek Golf Course in Scott County is just enforcing the governor's orders. In Illinois, golfers don't have the pleasure of hearing that sound. All golf courses are closed to prevent the spread of COVID-19, but that's not the case in Iowa. Ed Rivers, head of the Scott County Health Department, says this week the County Conservation Board had to limit golfing at Glens Creek to Iowa residents only. The staff at Glens Creek reported a significant number of -of out-of-state golfers were from the Chicago area. Golfers from Rock Island County weren't the only out-of-state patrons golfing at Glens Creek. We know there's community spread in Scott County and many other parts of Iowa. We also know that in some of our neighboring states, the community spread is even higher. That clearly violated restrictions in place because of the coronavirus. Last month, Iowa's governor ordered people to stay home in self-isolation for two weeks if they had traveled outside the state for business or vacation in the previous 14 days. During this point in the pandemic, it's not in our community's best interest to be drawing people in from other areas in the Midwest when staying home is the best protection. I'll also note that Illinois has a stay-at-home order, and we think it's incumbent upon Illinois citizens to observe that order and not try to circumvent it by going to another state to play golf. Hmm. Now I wonder if Indiana and Wisconsin golf courses are open or closed. I'm Michelle O'Neill.